Hello and welcome into the Suradata NBA Auction Watch for the LeBron James unique card from the 2022-23 season. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on Sorare. Joined by, just going right down the list here, Alex Hooper, Tilt City FC, Mike Zakarian, Mike Zakarian on Sorare, almost as creative as Andy Black using Black on Sorare, <laughs> Maxime Hagenbouget, Maxime HG, and oh, here he is, Keith Jamison, GoldGuy231 for another one month and 12 days or whatever it is. We are here today to talk about the King, and we are currently, let's see, 26 minutes out. High bid now, six and a half-ish ETH, $10,212. The last time most of us were here was for the Giannis Unique, which I think we all kind of agree this one will be a little lower. <laughs> and there are a bunch of reasons for that. I'm... I'm going to start with Mike because Mike is kind of our resident expert in terms of potentially valuable and potentially worthless digital National Basketball <laughs> Association things. Um, oh, it's so wrong. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Mike, do you think this is kind of a very big question that I think is slightly absurd to ask, but I'm going to ask anyway. Do you think that there will ever be a more collectible card on SoRare NBA than this one right here? Wow. Uh, no, probably not. Like, I guess from the collectible standpoint, uh, I'm going to push back, though. I, I just don't know how many people are in the SoRare streets for the collectability of it. And listen, that is, that's me pushing why I'm in it. On It's projecting that onto everybody else. Uh, I just think there are other ways to go if you're in this for collectability i think there are other ways to go because i not i just don't know how many people are buying on here for collectability purposes on like the secondary market right so i guess i refuse to answer your question but uh, yeah this is probably the most collectible lebron card we'll see on so rare uh i can't imagine like next year where we're like hell yeah now i got lebron at 39 uh maybe his last one you could make an argument like will never there'll never be another lebron uh, but yeah, I guess in terms of collectability, this will probably be the most uh, sought after one. Yeah, the, the way that I was kind of looking at it was like, it's the year that he broke the scoring record. The last one just kind of has the fact that it's the last one. And this, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess this one is like the first one, but it's kind of the first one for everyone. So I don't know how like special that makes it anyway. Well, Maxine, you've been on okay. so rare, like football from very close to the beginning. And have you ever, actually, I do know that you tried to buy one card for the collectible aspect of it. Do you yeah. think, do you think we're at like, at any point where these are actually collectible? No. No, <laughs> I, the only card I, I tried to buy for collectibility value was Zidane 10, uh, number 10 out of 100. And it's because I'm French and it was 5 a.m. And I thought like, oh, it's 5 a.m. Probably no one will bid on, on this card. But obviously Mark from Blackpool did. And he overbid me throughout the night. And I was I was pissed. <laughs> I overbid my, my limit like, I don't know, 10 times or something. And I was like, <laughs> okay, let's do it. And still uh, ran, uh, ran out of ETH. No, I think like... In terms of collectability, collectability, so it's kind of like 
fake it until you make it, right? It's like no one buys for collectability right now, but if you get like millions of users at the end of uh, like the decade, for example, then those cards will be collectibles. But uh, so anyone buying that narrative, um, yeah, has a lot of trust in uh, in, in the in the company and so overall. So what if it was an action shot? <laughs> an action shot or an action pose? They, like, they're calling it shots, Laird. It's calling it shots. I think, they, I think they called it action pose shots or something like that. Like <clears throat> when they announced Sora NBA and they were like, we're going to have action shots and they showed a few of them like early on. I was like, those are just like the media day poses that they do. And everyone's like, no, no, no. Because he's like holding the ball like this. And I'm like, yeah, he stood there like this. And then they gave him a ball and he stood there like this. And where they had Dame Lillard like go like this. <laughs> you know what the problem with this though is like I I mean like on its own, yeah, that's cool. It's a different image. I'm glad it's something different. The problem is everyone else being like, this is actually gonna be worth 10 ETH now because you know what? His shirt's off in this one, right? Like, and it's the it's like the response to that that makes this all nuts. Like, if you're just like, oh, look, a different thumbnail, you're like, yeah, tight. But instead, everyone's like, I don't know. It's the same the same thing. I keep thinking of, we did this last time, but like the Twitter thread I saw where it was like, dude, once So Rare starts its own streaming service, like this stuff's all going to moon. It's like, can we just relax and enjoy the thing that we have right now? Like, this is pretty fun. Uh, and so I think, again, because everybody was asking me about it too. Like, do the action poses, man. That's going to be worth a lot, right? I'm like, nah, dude, it's just a different picture. Relax. <laughs> I mean, we... We have different ones in football already. Like they have like kind of this, these special edition cards that do, I think for the most part, have a premium on them like price-wise. But it's not like, it's not even 2X. It's probably like 1.1X. And so right. it's like, is it valuable? Yes. Is it really valuable? Nope. And maybe we get there. We also don't really know how many we're getting of these, right? these poses no but i i feel like they waited for lebron to actually like break the all-time uh points record and that would have been great like to have like a unique with the photo of his shot and i think his shot has been taken like uh, you have like every angle of this shot over and over again and i feel like yeah that that I would have bought this card, <laughs> and uh, it, it it would make the card way more attractive to me. You could have paid one of those million people with their phones out, just throw them a thousand dollars and throw that on the front. You of could the have photo. sent Phil Knight, a, yeah. a employee Special. for the night and say your job is is taking a picture. Maybe <laughs> it's because like the NBA doesn't allow it. I don't know what what's the real issue, but um, I, I guess that would have been fun. My guess is it has to be knows. something. My guess is it has to be someone like the cardboard, you know, that all those players they, they have the shots or top shot does, and maybe this is a different license. That was my best guess. Well, they haven't really done it for any sport yet, and I've always wondered why. Like the the cool thing about a lot of baseball cards is, you know, some of the actual images on there. And I don't know if it's just a licensing issue. I don't know if there's like intellectual property or just property rights to to photographers or what that looks like but i've always wondered why we haven't seen anything like that other than the legends 
hoop, we have one big one, the Enzo Perez goalie. I was just about to say that. Thumbs up. And that's why Larry oh, wants it. Right. That's a that's a classic. No, that, that it actually is, and Sober owns it right now, and it's so frustrating. <laughs> well, there are there are three of them. Um Sober owns one, right? Somebody Sober, Yeah, well, Sorer owns one because they were supposed to give it away to a River Plate. Like right. there was supposed to be some sort of contest for the, from River Plate and somebody was supposed to win it. And well, we all know how contests Mike, go. Mike will love this. He has no idea who Enzo Perez is, but you was will it love this Was this season? <clears throat> it was, Actually, no, it was I think it's season. 2020. So Mike, to fill you in, uh, Enzo Perez is a midfielder. And during one of River Plate's Copa Libertadores games, their three goalies tested positive for COVID. Oh, nice. And so he came in and played goalie and got. Um, oh, that is great. And that's great. I love that. So we so, got this. These are the, these are sort of action shots right here. This is it. And there's like a little bit of an embossment on his face. It looks like just a classic it's moment. So good. It's such a great card. It's so good. So why are we I doing want to that? Move to Argentina. Just so that I can qualify for the whatever competition <laughs> that allows me to get this card. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about LeBron. The the weird, not weird, but the interesting thing about this card is that like LeBron is still really useful in this game for the most part. Where is he at? Yeah, L10 of 55. So that's not as fun for those of you who want to play him with your Giannis's and uh, I guess you can play him with Doncic now. But what do we think? Two to three years of utility, which I'm always amazed when people think beyond two to three months, let alone years in terms of utility. But is there, I mean, it should be up there, right? With like some of the more expensive uniques, not necessarily at the top, but like we saw, what was Anthony Davis? $62,000. He's probably not that high, but then it's LeBron. Like, I don't know where this ends up. And we've seen a decent number of people who tend to go a little higher on these things, like AJ and Bellama, who are the yeah. last two. Um, like, where do we reasonably think this ends up? Well, I, I was just going to say, on the heels of the Kimmich unique on football, when we were seeing football in like a really, really tough like transitional market, I think the reality is the unique market is just its own separate thing of a few exclusive guys that are deciding that this card is really important to them. And, you know, like we just saw with the Giannis, like we, no, we were all beyond shocked with that price, but it's because two guys got up against each other and were like, I'm not letting the other guy have this, or I really want this no matter the cost. So I think that's the big driver here is, you know, what, whether it's AJ and Bellama or, you know, I don't know if Max has any money left after the Giannis um, right now, but I'm sure he does. But you know, does somebody else throw their hat throw their hat into the ring for this? And that's where where we can get some crazy numbers. Well, we saw Mark come in. He's the one who owns the AD one. So if you wanted a little Lakers stack, he's there. I just love LeBroke James on there. I see that name <laughs> pop up every once in a while, which is crazy. I, I was wondering, that's a great point, by the way, that this might just be like a separate market where it's like these are the there's like 12 dudes uh, and they're all kind of vying against each other. Right. I, I was wondering, the LeBron injury seems like a little alarming uh, where he's missed the last three games. With this he's foot back injury. tonight. He's Did they playing. say he's back tonight? 
Yeah, he's back. Okay, all right. Then they said he was just... sitting out last night. No, I, I I don't disagree with you, but they literally yeah. said he's sitting out last night. I to Alex as the person that actually covered LeBron probably should do more light than any of us, but <laughs> I've always taken him as like. He knows his body and knows himself better than anybody. And I'm guessing after all the stress of everything with the scoring title, he just like, I needed a few days. Probably. You meant LeBron knew his body, not Alex knew his, LeBron's body. I mean, Alex, if, if we go by Alex's one picture, Alex wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to respond to that. Um, I I will say, like, yes, he knows his body, but I think – he is at the point where he's like old. He, yeah. Well, I mean, like this is so foreign to him. Like this is the first time his body's ever not broken down, but that with that groin injury, was it last yeah. year? I think that was the first time he was like, Oh God, I got to take some actual time off. And I'm sure they had to force him to, but he's smart enough to know his limits. But I wonder at what point he pushes it too far. Cause I would imagine he does that. I thought the the one interesting thing about this injury was that normally we don't get other people reporting on it. And there was like a couple of reports that like leaked out. I think Chris Haynes was one. He was just kind of like, oh yeah, this has actually been bothering him for a long time. And this has been a problem. Now, maybe he was just saying like, look at how awesome I am uh, that I still get the record. Cause that is very on brand for LeBron James. But I, yeah, I don't, I just wondered if that like the, the slowing down the Lakers who are now like slowly falling out of the playing game. Uh, just like how that would affect because you're getting this card. I mean, what are you getting it for 20, 20 games of LeBron, the rest of the 24 games of LeBron. And then, then you're getting a 39 year old. Um, but again, hashtag collectability. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. I would think collectability is the only thing that could drive this up. Like other than the, the bidding against people, like, I don't know why anyone would just start battling it out. And I mean, we just almost three X the price and a second there from AJ, cool. but Alex, where where are your rankings right now, like projection wise? Where is LeBron at? He's like always in the top five, no? Yeah, he's always he's always up there. Um, I got him zeroed out for this week. I think so. Nice work, nice work. <laughs> well, I mean, I completely I'm, missed that fifteen eight bid come in. I'm going off a minute. It's coming. Oh, that's <laughs> and that's the auto bid. That's the auto bid too. Yeah. Um, I have LeBron. Projected with an 81 point ceiling, if you're going by that, which is 11th highest this week. No. Okay. In between Jokic and Booker. Jokic always comes in really low in my rankings, and I just ignore that part. <laughs> I guess my point was, though, he's still what, of all the uniques that we have, he's still a top five unique that's going to hit the market. Like mm -hmm. just taking all the collectability, all yeah. the GOAT conversations out, which all factor in, he's still a top five usable card yeah that's fair um <clears throat> do we think we don't have to be i was just thinking that like it's dumb to keep harping back to the fact that they don't have the action shots but i don't think anything would have changed the thought about so rare being collectibles more than lebron record-breaking photo on the card Okay. You guys have been in this for a little bit uh, longer, obviously. Do you, it, do you guys want it to be that? We're just, just hoping rich, that's, 
Yeah, okay. I was gonna say, <laughs> like, well, I didn't know if you like really want it to be that, or you're just like, oh, it'd be cool if it's also that. So that's <clears throat> worth more than what I do more collecting than I should like. I, I really want the first Danny Green Cavs card. And yeah. like I, I go after things that are like I don't know. I have a Jan Gomes jersey mint because I covered Jan Gomes and he was really nice. And right. And I'll never I I did not play him once during the baseball season. <laughs> so but like, that's but that's I also because that. that's because, yeah, but you like that, right? Like you're like, right. oh, this is cool to me. Because I do that too, like where I'll scoop like a Derek White or Peyton Pritchard. Well, Derek White ended up being the best basketball player of yeah. all time this week. But yeah. like somebody because I'm a Celtics fan, I'll like scoop him. But not because I'm like, not only am I a Celtics fan, but Peyton Pritchard, Jersey Mint, is probably going to 12X. Like, I, it's more of like, because I want that one. I just, right. I'm curious though, if that, like, you guys are hoping that this turns into more of a collectible platform. And I'm sure still Rare's hearing this and is like mad at me because they're like, it is a collectible platform too. But I, I just don't know. I think it has the ability to be, and I kind of like parts of me wish more of it was, but you know, not the driving factor. I'll, I will never like, empty my wallet for something that's just a collectible but it i mean i definitely make bad decisions based on it because it's fun for me right and like i i was in on top shot early and i love i mean when you get a cool moment like it's cool like i don't there were a few <laughs> i would get uh like a top 100 mint and it was just like a dude hitting a wide open three and i was like <laughs> Oh man, I would rather like an awesome dunk. And when I did get those, even if they were like super low mints or high mints, depending on how you look at it, like it still fired me up. So I, yeah. I, I enjoy that sort of thing. And if that ever made its way onto sober cards, I would be really excited about it. I will say, like, when you talk about the action shot where if LeBron's game winner was on this unique, uh, I think about like the, the coolest top shot moment I feel like I got was that Steph Curry record breaking three. And I was like, that that's one of the few examples where I was just like, oh man, this is this was like a moment I was excited about. I made sure I was watching the game when it was happening. It was at MSG, like it checked all the boxes of things that I was like, man, I would love to have that thing. Um, and so I do think you're right. Like, if it was LeBron's action shot, I feel like there's only a few of those moments where it would really move the needle mm -hmm. for me, but that's definitely one of them. I think that kind of put the like that summarizes how like I kind of view, always viewed Top Shot though, that like the Steph thing was like a moment. Like that's like a moment in time that we want to remember. Yeah. And Alex's like three pointer from the corner is like something that happened. Right. And obviously you can't have like thousands of like important moments every year because like they just don't happen. Like, and that that's what makes the, each moment like special and you can't necessarily just right make a business off of that. But that was kind of like what, like pushed me off from Top Shot. And I was just like, oh, there's, these are just kind of like videos of things that happened. Well, I mean, and that's like, that is like the whole collectible conversation though, just in yeah. general, right? Because in most cases, most of the collectibles are just things that happened outside of like a few that stand the test of time, right? Like I think if all of a sudden they dropped the LeBron finals block, right? Was that on Iguodala, right? Where he comes, like they, that's a moment where you're like, yeah. holy crap. Or like John Moran, all that's almost anything John Moran does, I guess you could argue is a, is a moment <laughs> at this point. But yeah, I mean, like there's always going to be some that you don't care about in the same way. Like if you look at so rare, I mean, and you can just look at everybody tweeting out their rewards. We're like, who can we two for? Uh, but like, you know, there's going to be some of those where you're like, this is, 
I shouldn't say useless because I'm sure at some point it'll be useful. But um, similarly, right? Like you could make an argument that uh, let's who's a good example. I don't know. Jordan Goodwin from the Wizards is a a moment from this year. You know what I mean? Like he's not that's not or like a thing that happened this year, not something that you're like I need, right? So I think there's kind of a parallel there. I don't think anybody has ever asked if we actually wanted SoRare to turn into a collectible platform. It's really funny. Like the, the question came out and I was like, how have we never thought of this, thought about this? And I, I was like I feel like we just tend to be like, oh yeah, they're yeah, they're collectible, sure. Like that's it. But I, I think the people that do collect want it to be collectible. Yeah. Not like the people that form their collections. Like, you know, you've seen a few that pop up and they're like, I got all of my favorite teams. What do I get? And it's like, you, I tell you, you did a pod on this, I think on the football side, but like you get the fact that you have your entire team and you get to look at it. Like, you know, Sora doesn't have to give you something because you collected it. Like you decided to do that decision, you know? Right. A uh, quick update here. We're now less than six minutes out. Uh, when Moon has, or excuse me, Bing Bong pushed us over 30,000. When Moon went above, looks like a max bid, certainly over 19.3481 ETH. So we're, I think uh, we can, I think we can uh, definitely say AJ will be in this one for a decent think, amount of time. Well, yeah, he's certainly there now. He, AJ, I feel like is actually one who has mentioned the collectability like the, of cards yep. on so rare and it's one of those that like he's willing to collect some now even though nobody else thinks they're collectibles like it's it, and i feel like that can that's one of the ways things become collectibles like nobody really cares about them and then right all of a sudden years from now it's like oh that is really cool let me go get some of those but um well it's like a backdoor cover too because like you can use it right you can use it mm -hmm. for for all of the tournaments and win all the rewards and then like, holy crap, it became a collectible. Like that's, that's great. Um, which is nice that you're not just banking on, on one thing. If you are. Yeah. Yeah. The... So to go back to the top shot thing about like top shot being more of a collectible, it, it still feels like most of the stuff that's traded is because of like challenges as um being yeah. comes in and gets us over 20 ETH, 20.12 um so there you go oh here's aj remember when i bought the beckham unique for six ETH? yeah that Ooh. still waiting that's okay like <laughs> takes time <laughs> but the like it feels like most of the market for top shot is just like people buying and selling moments for these challenges it's not necessarily like people collecting does that make sense? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think there's it's there's a combo. I think most of the volume, like the day to day volume, you see is probably that. Uh, but I do think there is a lot of people who are collecting. Like they, you know, they've created these like team discords, these team communities, right? So you're like, oh, I want all the Celtics moments. And then you're like a part of this Celtics community and you do Celtics things, whatever. So I do, I think that is like a, a smaller version of the collectability uh, of it. And then there, there are still people chasing uh, like the, their first moments on the sites or whatever. Like John Morant's first moment is also like a rookie moment. And that was one that I was like really excited about back in the day. Um, I still think there, that is still a thing like i do think people are still going after those but 
I mean, it's like anything. There's a lot of moments out there right now. So, and then you see the prices come down. So you're like, wait, why would I, you know, empty my wallet on this when I can either like wait or I can. So I do think most of the day-to-day -day volume is some of the stuff for challenges or like the smaller moments. But we're all pretty, well, I don't know. Maxime, do you think that 10 years from now, if we even want to go that far, that like people just look at Top Shot moments much more collectible than silver cards? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm, I, to be fairly honest, I, I never really believed in the top shots model for many reasons. Uh, the first would be that I saw, I, I don't believe right now in the collectible aspect of Sora. And so for the same reason, I don't think, um, I should believe in the top shot collectible model, but, uh, if in 10 years, they're still there, still delivering and people still trusting them, then. There will there will be significant value in the first moments that that were um, issued, but my main concern for Top Shot is how do you make sure that your your players or your collectors still buy your moments while they have basically no utility? And I feel like um, the difference between Top Shot and and Sorare is that Top Shot is way more dynamic and, and and is way more attractive in terms of like you get something that is live and that is changing basically like the moment you get from LeBron is not the same the well, different moments from LeBron are not the same and I think that's where Sorer has a lot of work to do is like how do you make sure that your unique cards are more attractive than your actual limited or rare or super rare cards well you just make them purple <laughs> <laughs> and crop them correctly <laughs> do you think if this was a misprint then it would have actually been collectible to anybody oh man yes. i just remember that conversation from top shot where they're like that's actually better that they spelled it wrong like i don't know <laughs> i don't know if that's true um is it if there's only one and it's wrong is it actually wrong because there's no right one to compare it to, right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I will 45 say, like, seconds left. We're at 25 and two one thousandths of an ETH. There we go. <laughs> now now up over 26. Fun. Oh, 26. There we go. Bellama and Wen Moon going at it. We're now over $40,000. Do we think this gets over? Oh. Yes, it does. Is it just mirrors the. <laughs> That's a classic. Is it just mirrors the max bid? Is the max bid feature kind of like a. A weird workaround to not stepping up like the exact maxime shaking his head he you think the same thing as me like it costs them money <laughs> it no but i think it like it, it's a different strategy if you like for example here uh, belama is obviously over 30 because he's uh over abusing uh aj but it feels like he kind of it kind of ruins all the fun of an auction like is he going to bid next? When is he going to bid? And yeah, I feel like I, I don't like the automatic bidding process to be, <laughs> to be honest. Keep keep it simple on football. From a content side, it's not nearly as fun. Well, remember too, Maxime, like when we had like the Mbappe or the Holland, when they had to increase it, it was like a significant, it was like, are you going to do $15,000 more, you know? And now we're yeah. incrementing by small, small bits versus like these huge amounts that 
that next bid would push to. So there's a little bit more strategy with that final number. So AJ yeah. comes in with the last second bid and <clears throat> basically exposes that Bellamont's previous max bid was 31.15. Exactly. But, but AJ's, AJ's smart too. AJ's just like, I'm just going to keep putting a max bid on here too because then my next bid above the guy just has to be a small incremental amount more versus an actual true next bid. Um, I don't know if that, uh, like 31.2003. So you're thinking he put that in as a max bid? But like scroll down, scroll down more. Well, I know, I know the previous, previous ones one. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm just wondering if that's like a small hack to... You know, I mean, we are talking about saving thousands of dollars. <laughs> this might be it. So yeah. here, no, no. So here we are in this moment where AJ is buying us a lot of content because he's always bidding at the last second. Yep. And there you <laughs> yeah. go. And then he gets maxed in. See, like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you need one, that's the way to go, right? Like, like you need to fill your wallet, you just bid at the last second, and you wait for that transaction to come in. <clears throat> Someone's got to drop the thirty-eight thousand eight, whatever the scoring record. Oh, is. that's great! Record. Oh, that would be fun. Does that make it more collectible? Yeah, because you bought it for. Because <laughs> <laughs> you paid more for it. AJ, just do it, dude. Just do Hold it. Hold on, thirty-three now. It. So this is the one, two, three, four, fifth, sixth highest ever, ETHWise. I thought this was going to go a little lower. I was, I'm was i surprised to see this get mm -hmm. north of... Well, I'm assuming it's going to get north of 60. Well, now we're at 37.7. So now we've just got Durant, Morant, AD, and Giannis. Get it above AD. Got... Yeah. How much... Question for you guys. How much worse does this make the Giannis price look? I... I don't know because I think Giannis is like such a better play. I, yeah, I didn't think like, these should have even been close. So this is making me feel better. I think I would have been upset if this gets well. I should shut up. Just there. <laughs> AJ did it. Yeah. Thirty-eight, eight, eighty-eight. There, there you go, go, AJ. And then he gets max. Then he gets true up next. Bid. That's just that's just next bid. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. The the scary thing if you're spending this much money and theoretically the max bid should help you in this case. But you're like trusting Sorer that they're that it works, and right. that would worry me having to like rely on somebody else's technology <laughs> when I'm trying to spend sixty thousand dollars. What was John? No, so he's now above John Moran. Good. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? AD was forty-eight point eight eight eight. Um, wow, here we go. We're at sixty-nine thousand dollars. I would say that AD is a more valuable card than LeBron. It's your I time, guess. Mike. <laughs> and yeah, get out of here, Ghost. We've we've waited long enough. <laughs> what did you say, Alex? You think this one's what? I think AD is a more valuable card than LeBron. Um, at this is point, is that just for L ten reasons, though? Uh, longevity. If, for AD, you're going to get 40 games for more years out of AD than you're going to get 40 games out of LeBron for two more. That's fair. That's fair. So <clears throat> it looks like it's just these two. Nobody else is playing yeah. here. It's over. Not, not going. You think um, it's over? Maxime's calling it yeah. over. Let's see if he's right. I think so. 
Congratulations, hey. Ajo. Way to go, Ajo. 69K. There you go. Wow. Wow. Here, I have so, to drop off. I'm not listening to you guys, though. Yeah. So Giannis, AD, and LeBron James are the top three auctions now. Wow. There he is. Boy, that was convenient, just filtering again. Whoever built this site, well done. A plus. <laughs> so, I don't know how I feel about AD being more than LeBron. I, you, I think the timing, though, right? Isn't that when AD was just put doing 40 and 20 yeah. every night, and then we forgot that he, like, soft tissue? <laughs> He's on a 39L10 at that point, I think, too. Yeah. yeah. Putting up 70s. Like, you could have made a lot of that. You could have made that difference back in the next four game weeks, the yeah. way he was going. Right. I do think um, this is what the haters will say, though. The haters will screenshot this, and they'll be like, how is this a collectible platform when Anthony Davis is going for more than Giannis? Uh, or, I mean, for more than LeBron and stuff. I, that's, I, I'm already envisioning the tweets right now, mostly from Top Shot people. Is it fair? No. I, is it unfair? This is why I think, and this kind of goes back to uh, Maxine, where you were saying about the top shot and um, so rare collectability things. I actually think if, if this whole space continues, right? Like if we're betting on this space continuing, I do think top shot can be seen as the collect as like the collectible version of this, if only because they market themselves as the collectible. And I would argue that so rare doesn't market itself as the collectible. Like I, I really don't, I mean, outside of AJ, who uh but is like out there we wanted to get the lebron for that purpose i just don't know if that is how it's being and maybe it is like maybe just on the nba side it hasn't been marketed that way and maybe it has been on the football side but i i feel like top shot is like hey this is this is the future of collectability and so rare is just like here's here's dfs but instead of entering the tournaments enter uh like pay to enter the tournaments you pay to enter with your cards um and so that that's the only reason. Why. And not to say that so rare couldn't be the collectability as well. But if I had to like plant a flag, I'll plant it where my bags are, I guess I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I, at least that makes sense from your perspective, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I guess like I feel like uh, I'm not sh I'm not too familiar with the top shot world but i feel like there are way more moments that they are uh, sorer cards and yeah. so uh, it's a bit more scarce on so so that's why also unique cards are probably way more expensive than some moments on uh, on top shot absolutely but i, I guess like i guess like again Soria needs to do a better job at like branding their cards a bit differently action poses are, are a first step but Obviously, you want to see your players in action, and uh, such a legendary moment for LeBron needs a card, at least a rare card. I don't know, or a super rare card, but uh, they they need to do that. I think. Uh, I do think you're right. The unique conversation is different. You are right because it's like a one of one, and that is something that Top Shot. Does. Oh, I guess they have, but like we're just, it's just like nobody can see it. Um, so I do think you're. I do think you're right in that in that aspect that the uniques really do make it different. And also, I feel like there, there are, and that's basically the same for Top Shot, but there is a lot of potential with um, experiences you could unlock by owning like several unique cards for down the road. Um, 
if I own like at least one unique card from uh, the box, for example, I should probably be a season ticket holder, right? Or something like that. Um, and I feel like uh, um, the more Sorare grows and the more Sorare becomes uh, reputable in the US, you will see a lot of added value by owning Sorare cards because it will unlock like experiences that you can't unlock in your, uh, anywhere else. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, sorry. Well, I was going to say on that, AJ now gets two uh, NBA tickets. I believe that was part of That's the. That's <laughs> Worth it. I remember when the announcement came and out. And it does it, I think. It was like two <laughs> tickets. And when I read it, like my mind just like finished the sentence before I read it. And I was like, wow, you get like two Lakers season tickets. Like that's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's literally one game, two tickets for $69,000. That LeBron so, will probably sit if you go to a Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, $69,000 is actually puts him above AD in terms of, uh, dollars for those of you who, oh, few. who still use those. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, Mike, what were you saying? Oh, I forget where you just, oh, I was just going to say that top shot does something similar in the sense that if you are, um, if you like, they did it with clay Thompson. I think if you owned like the most clay Thompson's you get to go out for this like very personal experience with him. And they did something similar um, with magic Johnson when they did the magic Johnson anthology drop, where it was like a meet and greet with magic. So, which it, it's funny cause it only affects like 0.04% of the entire community, but it looks like this banner wide thing. Right. Which I think is something they should be doing with those unique holders as well. Um, which, because I do, I think that just looks good. It looks good. It gets people in real life doing stuff. And you can be like, see, if you're a part of this, maybe you can get to do this too. And even if it only affects like the people who are dropping the most money, which it should, by the way, um, I think it's, it still looks good. Yeah. I think I the race, I agree more. I think the collectability race is to that utility. Like, if you just tie the collectability and the utility together, even if you just keep doing the thing where, you know, if you win this contest, you get this. Mm -hmm. But I think collectability and utility are where you can really tie it together because what people were saying about Top Shot, and I think what holds true to a degree, was the lack of utility. When I compared that and Soraya, I was always like, well, Soraya has this utility, I can play it in the game. Right. collectability if you assign utility to it like unlocking those sorts of experiences and you know large discounts at the nba store or even like even if it's small things like that's how you boost mm -hmm. the, the collectability and i nba knows the the intrigue in their nfts like mlb to my knowledge doesn't have an mlb nft twitter account as dormant as the NBA NFT account was for so long, but like they at least recognize the interest. And I think they see if they tie those things together. Like, I think that's how you boost it. I would love an investigation into the NBA NFT Twitter account, by the way, <laughs> I've tagged them. I've DM them. I've tried to get them onto the show. I think it's one of the shadiest things out there in the internet. And I would love, so if you're watching this, NBA NFT. They've already been a part of like rugs too. The people who run it. I'm like, what are we doing? What's the NBA doing? Um, anyway, sorry run by Adam Silver directly. Yeah, yeah. It's right. Three logs in to check in on all the players and see what right. they're tweeting. Yeah. The um, <clears throat> the one thing I wanted to go back on it, and Noam brings this up uh, in the chat and said, I hope SoRare knows who they are. They're a DFS game. No one's on SoRare to collect, so I hope they don't fall into that trap. Mike, I feel like you guys. Have you said this a bunch? And like on Shot Tank, you guys talk about it, that like so rare 
has done a better job than Top Shot in like knowing what they are. They're like a fantasy game. And like Top Shot was like, here are these collectibles and then like tried a bunch of things, which like yeah. I think it's reasonable that they would try certain things to like make the product Definitely. more attractive. And it just feels like they haven't quite gotten there yet. But it does also feel like Sora should at some point try to like convince us that these are collectible. And like, I see that as like just the next step of the whole, like own your game. But not everyone can own these, right? I think they become a collectible by the game succeeding, right? Like if the game succeeds, the game becomes awesome. They crush what they are good at, right? Like their, their mission, the whole entire product is built around these cards competing in these games. And if they do a good job with that, that this becomes the game that you want to play, those cards provide more value. And then that's where like the collectability comes in, my opinion. I think my problem with Top Shot is they were like, this is how you play this game. And then they were like, JK, here's new rules to the game. Here's new rules to the game. It's like all of a sudden, if they were like, hey, you get plus 25 XP on all of your cards if you own every single Lakers card. I mean, what the hell are we doing? Like, why do I have to own freaking Max Christie so I can have my LeBron be worth what it's supposed to be worth. You know what I mean? Unless that was the rules from the beginning. I think that is like my concern. I have like real PTSD of changing the rules. So I think like, I think the collectability comes from them doing a very good job at what they've built. Well, and I made this point to someone the other day too. Like how many people roundabout entered limited last week? Like, like or, close to 10,000, right? I think okay. around so think about how many people play fantasy basketball. Think about how many people play fantasy baseball and fantasy football. Like if, if so rare becomes the, like, I'm not going to Yahoo ESPN to play just, you know, you normally normal Roto fantasy anymore. If this becomes the game, like how many people, like millions of people and all of a sudden, even like the 5,000 mint limiteds, aren't enough like if there's only five thousand Giannis's and one million people are entering and obviously that's going to multiply over years but like the the scarcity alone even at the lowest level does make them collectible like it's hard to if it's hard to secure a Giannis to play in even the lowest contest then it's a commodity and that's where making it the best game and mm-hmm. being good at what they are there for that's that's where that happens yeah, also the, the other, the, sorry, the other side of the, of the uh, of the problem would be like if Giannis is too expensive to be bought to play for limited competitions, people will just stop playing the game because they can't actually compete if they don't own the best players. So it, it, it's a very difficult position to be in, and it's very tricky to manage your way, uh, satisfying your players, making sure your game is balanced, but also like. Uh, improve the collectability aspect but to me what they could do and they've started like very slowly to do it with the MLB scouting missions is okay so we tell you our game is also about collectability then uh, we are going to give you missions to actually collect some cards and uh, when you actually like complete some missions then you'll get a very rare card or a special card that is very collectible. And I think like until they, of course, if the game is very successful, then you will, <laughs> you want the LeBron James, uh, the, the first unique of LeBron because it's 
it's going to be the big thing to actually own. But uh, also they can do so much more on like what FIFA does for football is basically that you collect um, cards that uh, aren't worth anything uh, and then you get more cards and you're, you feel great because you, you, you got a, a nicer card. And I feel like uniques should not look like super rares, should not look like uh, rares and should not look like limited. And by that, I mean different poses, uh, not different colors. Mm. I think even if you like mark a hundred of the limiteds to have the same pose as the unique, I mean, maybe not the unique, but if you like kind of demarcate a certain amount, issue a certain amount with certain pictures, even like, I mean, John's got so many jaw dropping dunks that you could put one on every 10, one every 100 cards that you mint, and like then at least there's some collectability there and stuff like that. That excites me. I don't know. I mean, I remember I got the my first, uh, not my first, I, I won a, uh, a rare Rui right after the, the trade deadline, and it was like the first one in the Lakers jersey. And again, I'm not like, oh, this is worth more now because he's on the Lakers, but I was like, oh, this is cool. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's, fun. it's just something different. And I, yeah, I totally agree. I, I do understand why they do it, but it's funny to me, and, and we saw it in, in MLB first that it's it's just it's a picture that never existed, like it's Photoshop. They just changed the jersey, yeah. and it like totally throws me off because I don't know. I, we're just in football. We're just used to like if guys get transferred and they either wait an entire season until we get the new one. Like there's just never like a new picture, and the fact that it's like literally the same picture but a different jersey is always like really funny to me <clears throat> the one thing i wanted to go back to is something that we've talked about before kind of on a few shows that like if you have to explain why something is collectible then it's probably not as special as you think it is yeah if you're like no no, no this is a jersey mint because he got traded and this is the number that he wore with the new team but it, i know it's and the, like the more you talk about it, the, the less it's important. And I'm starting to feel like that's my worry if Sorer starts to like market these as collectible because they're like telling us, no, no, these are collectible. You're going to want these because they're special. I'm like, oh, yeah, why? And they're like, no, because not that many. You know, you, you know why they do that? It's actually very simple. It's first, I think they believe in the narrative and I don't blame them for that. I think they have a very good narrative in building the next collectible thing, a uh, big thing. And with Web3, you own your game. That's very nice. But the fact is, um, Europe is a very different region when it comes down to fantasy sports, right? It's not very educated to the model. No one plays fantasy sports unless you play like um, FPL and maybe some free games, right? And regulation is not yet designed for fantasy sports. And so they are not telling you you're paying fantasy sports. They're telling you uh, that you're collecting cards to build your, your sports club. And you can actually uh, perform with your sports club, with your card, etc. But that's also why they're telling you that. It's like, and it's true, they are selling collectibles and they are selling cards that you have to collect and you can also play with them. 
but I think the branding, the the branding in Europe directly to like the next fantasy sports thing would not have fared well um, with regulators. Mm. Makes That's fair, and I think there's a. This is just me personally, and I have stood on this platform for a long time. I I feel like a lot of the marketing in America, what there actually is of it. Um, doesn't focus on the NFT side because I think, and I could be totally wrong because I'm only exposed to Americans and you know my Twitter feed on this, but people seem very apprehensive here about NFTs and I don't see it being marketed as NFTs here. I see it being marketed as fantasy sports. And at yeah. least I, I try to do that. I mean, you've seen it with NBA Top Shot too. They've kind of stopped saying uh, NFTs and all their all their stuff, at least over here, at least over here, that's been the case. But yeah, I agree that that's a great point, Max. It's it, like that's a specific uh, American thing that's happening. I actually got someone to join so rare this weekend, a friend of mine. I, like one of the few I've actually been able to convince, despite the fact that I've been like, this is the most fun I've ever had. Like I, I wake up in the morning and think about so rare, and I think a lot of people just assume I'm a wacko. But he was like, is it on the blockchain? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't really understand that blockchain stuff. I was like, you don't have to. <laughs> like, you really <laughs> don't have to. It's If you tell people it's on, like, they don't even know that it's just, like, proof of ownership and all that stuff. And it's, I think that's a hurdle. Mm. Yeah, and and, and the, actually the last thing that's, that refers to NFTs on their website is ETH. And mm -hmm. yes. Once they actually remove that that order and and because okay you don't have to know anything about blockchain but obviously when you get ETH when you set yeah. cards you have to figure out how to cash out at some point in time if you want to cash out right exactly um, that was so, the other thing I had to explain <laughs> yeah and I mean I don't I, I I don't see enough also educational content um, of course third party creator uh, content creators do that. But I feel like the role of ETH and the role of like NFTs are very important for Sora because, of course, uh, NFTs have like a bad reputation for for many reasons. But NFTs are the reasons are the reason why you can actually play Sora and you can actually own your game. And and, and I feel and I feel it's kind of a shame to actually not talk about it because of the, the NFTs reputation while it brings so many advantages to, to the final user. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Somebody in chat brought up that Kyrie has a different picture for his Mavericks card, which I've been staring at it and I think I agree, but I still can't even really tell. It's like astonishing how similar the faces are. He's just tilting a little bit. Is that what's happening? The, the, the lighting's a little different, but... And the, uh -huh. the arms are different. The arms are... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if they didn't. Well, he's got the undershirt. Eh, no, he's wearing the undershirt either. They take. I don't, I've been to a million uh, NBA media days or like Cavs media, day, and they take eight thousand of these shots. So like, they could put a different one on every. <laughs> the amount of times you hear the camera snapping, but I wonder if that's not a photoshopped version of a different Brooklyn media day. Right. That's funny. But well, yeah. it's not. Okay. is an action pose at least we know that <clears throat> i also wanted to point out this tweet that just came from uh bella ma 
who was in on this auction, as we know. Bellama has now lost the LeBron auction. He was the second to last on that one, second to last, last on Giannis, and on AD. Wow. A little bit more, Bellama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are in exactly. control of that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will always, say that always I, the bridesmaid, but I don't date. Uh, yeah, I will say <laughs> that I uh, told Bellama yesterday that I still think this um, Damian Lillard unique that he got is the biggest steal in the history of so rare. Yeah, at seven point wow. eight. If you so can spend you... ten, roughly ten grand, and get a steal, I think that's what it is. Do you think Belmont goes wild when Jokic or Luka comes on? Do you think yes. he like unloads a bag? It's like I yep. won't lose again. Uh Luka's now the second best player on his team. Oh god. <laughs> no, no. I think I think he's the two times Luka and Kyrie have played together, Kyrie has like one point after the first quarter. And then I go to sleep and I wake up and Kyrie outscores Luka despite it's him crazy. having like 30 after one. It's it's a very interesting balance. I'm excited for that to just blow up. <laughs> Did Only you say the two games? They played two games? That's the sample we're using here? I think so. It's just, well, it's just funny that it happened. But I mean, yeah. for, for a guy to have one point, in so rare after one quarter and then end up with 65, I think in both of those games, like, I don't know that I've seen it independent of these two games that they've played together. It's just kind of a weird situation. Yeah. Um, Maxime, what do you think about this comment here that the national series cards are the worst product they've ever introduced? Um, I think it's such a weird thing to say. Yeah, like, I, I feel like they they were given out as like a hey, we have the we made these, go keep them. And I, so <laughs> the fact that it's the worst, I, somebody I, thinks I, it's the worst product is kind of silly to me. I won't say what's the worst product they have actually introduced, <laughs> but I wouldn't I wouldn't say uh, custom series are the worst. But I think like the idea was great in terms of like how do you kind of reward. Uh, new users with uh, low utility, well, <laughs> non-utility uh, NFTs that they can sell on the market, try to get uh, a bit of cash out of them and use that cash to actually like um, buy some limiteds and start playing the game. I feel like on the paper, in theory, it works well, but uh, the problem is... Um, not a lot of people are buying the collectability theory right now narrative, so I don't think like people care that much about um, those cards. And the only thing that was missing to me was the ability to actually like again get rewards if you complete like uh, um, the whole friends team, for example, in bronze, in silver, in gold, or in diamond. And I feel like this should be done for every license uh, software license team uh, and you should get rewards uh if you collect old cards uh from uh, like all limited uh i don't know for the mavericks for example and unless they do that i don't think like they have any chance of like convincing people they're doing collectibles uh, <clears throat> i think i got some achievement coins for getting all the usa cards i'm pretty sure i did 
Yeah, and would... you bought a, a, ba a banner with that, right? Uh, I did not, actually. I haven't yet. Saving my coins for a rainy day, I think. When I can, when I, when I can use my so coins to buy actual cards, that's when I'll, uh, so cool. I'll do it. <laughs> the, uh, oh, there was a comment, and then I lost where I was going with all of that. Oh, um, somebody asked what our favorite in misprint NBA cards were. I didn't even know there were any. But I did share some of the misprint football cards in the Team Hold Discord recently. And honestly, those are some of the most fun cards on the platform. Somebody referred to the New Jerk one that like is literally no picture as his ghost card, ghost from Kiev. And I was like, it's the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. Excellent. And and at some point there was so many misprints uh, that like a lot of players were actually buying misprints uh, way higher value than other cards. But there was so many that was too many of them. Yeah, losing <laughs> yeah, losing value. There wasn't enough scarcity in the errors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like like literally, there were too many. It was like one came out and everyone's like, "Oh, let me rush to get that." <laughs> and then there were like 20 more that day. And you were just like, oh, hmm. <laughs> this doesn't feel as fun anymore. Let's see. I'm trying to go through the chat here to see if there was anything we didn't touch on. Um, but I don't think so. Unless we want to talk about what the uh, Wembenyana Yama, excuse me, unique goes for next year. Folks are always bringing up MLB at the end of the show and I can't rant about it. <laughs> I'm ready. And what what about I, I I don't know if you guys are like more familiar than me on like um NCAA um like I don't know intellectual property, but like I would love to see for example rookie cards for like the last year of I don't know uh, in college, and I think like also that would be. Not necessarily like a uh, um, SO5 eligible card, but like more a collectible card. Like, you know, uh, uh, that was the end of his college career. I bought this card and that would make sense also. I think they have also, they can go so much further on, on the basketball side of things with the, the, the NCAA. <clears throat> yeah, the, they changed the rules recently about players getting paid for their name, image, and name image likeness nil there we go and so i have no idea like what the rule if there are even rules i'm sure the teams would uh like to supplement some of the income they lost to yeah. these players uh, pools by, would surely sign up yeah the licenses so you can actually use yeah <laughs> the institutions right so you can print them on some nfts surprised they haven't already they usually have their hands in every pot far before I... it gets popular I'll be curious if they do that. I actually kind of hope they don't only because I feel like that muddies the water a little bit with the rookie, right? If you're, I, I always thought about that. I forget what platform it was, came out with some college stuff. And I was like, is a college moment or card or whatever ever worth more than a rookie card or moment? If you're thinking about the collectability aspect of it all, right? Like is, like is Michael Jordan's North Carolina card, if there was one, would that be worth more than his rookie card with the Bulls? I feel like Kemba Walker's UConn card that year, he went nuts in the Big East tournament. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like 
uh, so if <laughs> yeah, so if their NBA career sucked, then their, their <laughs> college card would be worth a lot. <laughs> At least if they like had a memorable but, run and yeah, in their college, not like you know, an Anthony Davis, Kentucky would be like cool. I mean, he won the championship, but like I don't, I don't think of him. Yeah, uh, but again, I feel like on Villanova cards. <laughs> but again, I feel like um, rookie cards have no collectible value at all unless it's a unicorn because like super okay. rares are like there are a hundred super rare every season why would you buy or maybe the jersey card or the one uh, or the first edition but why would you buy like a random serial number of a, for like a rookie season of whatever player I, I don't buy that narrative. Maybe I, I'm probably wrong on this, but like I, I just don't buy it. People yeah. here love it. <laughs> it's a yeah. long-standing I, thing. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I think you're right. Uh, but I think right. if you're talking about this eventually being a, or considered a collectible platform, because then if it's only considered, if it's only a collectible platform for the one of ones, the unique cards, I can I can see that being hard to market as a collectible platform. Like, uh, it, there has to be it has to be like trickle down where like some of the others have value as well. So even if it's not an insane amount of value, right? Like the rookie of I don't know rookie Wembyama would be worth more than his second year limited card, which would then be worth more than his third year. I guess is what I was saying. But I I I even though I'm making that argument, I agree with you. <laughs> Right, exactly. It, I've never understood it, but it has always factored in the collectible, like physical cards. Yeah. Do we actually think that like a unique rookie card is all that more important? Like, wouldn't it just be yeah, the players? Would the players like unique card anyway? Like, you are you really paying a premium for a rookie unique? No. No, but when the career is over, I think that's the, the first card you actually buy if you want to buy a collectible of that player. Mm-hmm. I would say if, the the rookie unique, there's going to theoretically be more of that player minted than the non-rookies over time yeah, exactly. in 20 years. <laughs> is that why so, we should be scooping up Udonis Haslam's now? Because it could be this could be it. Hey. Never no, anymore. He's gonna play forever. <laughs> And also, that, that's why LeBron is so expensive to me because that's probably one of two or one of three cards that would exist on Sawyer, one of two or three unique cards that would exist on Sawyer. And so I feel like it should be way more expensive than a, than a Jamorant, for example, because, I mean, like, <laughs> you will have, like, maybe 15 cards of him. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. LeBron is like... But again, you have to wait 15 years for the 15 card. Like, <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, of course, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, I Are guess. I, well, I, I guess when 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 the career is over, you <laughs> you just look at how much can I get can I get from that card, and I can tell you, like, if you're competing with 14 other cards, it's way more difficult than competing against two others. That's fair. Are there any other Pantheon all-time NBA guys that are as close to retiring as LeBron? Like, KD's got 
four or five years. But is there anyone where we're like 38? I can't think of anybody. All is but like Mello and Wade and all those guys that came yeah. in and they all retired already. Chris Paul. I could see if like Chris Paul and the Suns win a championship this year. We'll talk about him a little bit more, uh, a little differently, like 10 years from now. Sure. Um, I could yeah, see I mean, he Paul. is. Yeah, I'd say he's a Pantheon level guy. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, everybody, myself included, I was ready to be like second best point guard of all time if he won the that mm-hmm. uh, ring against the Bucks, And then I immediately was like 10th. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. CP3. You said mellow too, right? Yeah. He's just not. I don't know that he's officially retired. He's just he's just around. Way back. Yeah. Everyone else is too young. We got yeah. years left. We're we're in a really we're in a really nice uh, bit of a renaissance in the NBA. It's it's pretty cool. There was a while there where like no one who came into the league really interested me. And uh, well, it, it's also that like LeBron, and I guess Chris Paul, like playing this much in the NBA at thirty seven and thirty eight years old is crazy. Right. Yeah. So like guys who are like 33, 34, you would expect like oh we only have like two more years, but now those guys are like maybe they go to forty. Right. Like, do we have eight more years of James Harden? God, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> He's got stuff to do. <laughs> Does he? Places to not go. Basketball stuff. He's got stuff. Right. right. <laughs> uh, two things here. One um, from LG. Thank you for joining us, LG. What do you guys make of the end of your promise to make football and MLB more collectible? We touched on the MLB thing a little bit with these offseason challenges. Actually, that's. Um, that's where the first time that I heard people who were, who came from top shot and started playing silver NBA and they were like, Hey, they're these, we're doing these, like, what did they call them? Um, scouting missions, scouting missions. scouting missions. And everyone from top shot was like, please don't do this. Like, you know, you are a really good fantasy game. Please just be a fantasy game. And they're like, no, 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 you just buy the stuff and we'll give you another one. And then it was like, please don't do this. And a few people did it, and they got the completely regular limited card of Aaron Judge or whoever it was. That was the thing. And then it was like, wait, this is what what we're winning? And they're like, yeah, we're going to do another one. And everyone, I I think somebody told me that 13 people did the second one. Was it the rookie of the year one? Is that what it was? (laughs) Something like that. It was, yeah, like, make it shinier. Like, do literally anything. (laughs) Just, Just literally any throw a stamp on it like yeah. that's all we wanted just, just write mvp in like comic sans and it would have been like <laughs> <laughs> here it is you could have bought this but instead you got these other guys too congrats i'm really just paying for the other guys now you have a well, that's what it was is that i didn't like if you had almost all of them it was probably fine yes but if you didn't have that many of them it was just cheaper to buy the aaron judge limited card yeah yep i got thoughts <laughs> So we, we make nothing of it. I'll put it that way. And the last one I'll touch on, because I realize we've gone a little long here and I really like this idea, but it's going to go back into the collectible thing and maybe everyone's going to yell at me. <laughs> but NBA Legends card seems really cool. That's all. I want a Patrick Ewing Magic card. I want Hakeem Olajuwon Raptors card. <laughs> you guys, all right. Let me introduce you to NBA Top Shot. You can go get that stuff here. You can't use Patrick Ewing in the so rare game. Don't bring the historicals over here. You can't. No, 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 Mike, Mike, Mike. You can, actually. Mike, the, the way that they do legends in football 
is you, whoever the team was of that player in that year of the, where the card is issued, you get the highest score from that player in that game. So if I had a Patrick Ewing Raptors card, if I play him, I get Siakam's score for the game. I hate it. I hate it, guys. <laughs> I, that's why I love it. Like for, I don't know, like give me a Chris Paul Thunder card. Give me a, I don't know, LeBron Cavs card would make me happy. But the, just those, the rare ones, like my Andrew Wiggins Cavs jersey. I want those types of legend cards. Those are collectible. To me. Yeah, and the, and the big problem with that gameplay is that you actually don't buy the player for the collectibility aspect or that you like the player. You actually right. buy it for the utility aspect and you don't care about the player as long as he plays for a good team right now and you'll sell it when <laughs> when the team is, is, is bad. So, yeah. yeah but like, uh, again, I want to buy they, the... They, they, Sorry, I was going to say, I want to buy the Dikembe Mutombo Nuggets card like this so that I can get Jokic's point. But it it affects the scarcity of the cards that are valuable, and now you don't need a Jokic. You can get a Dikembe. Right. But you you, 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 you play Legends only... But you play Legends only in a Legend division and not in... Oh, okay, I'm back in. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm back in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bring on the Legends. I'm ready now. Let me and get a John Wizards. Starks Legends card and I'll get Jalen Brunson's scores. And my God, I would be the happiest person in the entire Sober universe. So let me have it. I want to play an MJ card and get Jordan Goodwin's score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're about the same, right? Yeah. Same outfit. I, great. We've officially lost the point. Yeah. Thank you to everybody for joining us. Uh, this was a ton of fun. Congratulations to... Uh, Wen Moon, $69,834 for the uh, LeBron James unique card for this season. First one, probably not the last, but who knows with LeBron. So congratulations there. Thank you, everyone. If you guys haven't hit the like button on the video, if you could please do that. If you have not subscribed to the channel, please subscribe. Always really helpful with those things for some odd reason that Google makes them important. So if you could do that, that's helpful. Thank you very much. And um, yeah, thank you. And uh, we'll see you maybe... If Jokic or Doncic come out soon, we'll be back. There we go.